It's such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. Yeah, it's just a little turnabout. It's a madhouse! A madhouse! Yeah, there seems to be some sort of communique. It's the Ty and Matt Show with Matt and Ty. Let's get some dirty. And we are back. There we oh. are. Wow, I you know that song it gets better and better. I, your your handiwork on that intro, thanks. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. you know I, I really I was just feeling it a couple years ago. Just sat down, got some clips and made magic. Yeah, you just freestyled the fuck out of that. That I did. And I love every second of it. I literally that's my alarm clock for anything. Dude, it, I mean it's really the ultimate like like you said perfect alarm clock. It would sound so good in the club. Like oh my god. Oh. Can yeah, imagine? why do why do we not have like an EDM version of the Ty and Matt theme? <laughs> I, I don't know because it's never come I, up, but we should have that. I want yes, I want an EDM version of the Ty and Matt theme where it's like, you know, maybe like a sound of like a Red Bull can being crushed or something in yeah. there, and then we like, oh, like those YouTube videos, you know, where like they record these random sounds and then they make it into this like wild EDM song. Oh yeah, I want that. Yeah, I mean it. If, if any of our listeners happen to have too much time on their hands, the song is Quiet by the Smashing Pumpkins. So there you go. That's all you need to start. Do a cover in any style. EDM. Imagine like, okay, if we had an EDM version, a bluegrass version, a new wave version, like all these different versions. How cool yeah. would that be? I would play kinda every cool. single one. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I, I like, you let that idea air out for a second. You're like, you know, actually... <laughs> Like it would it's be a lot more work. The work to coolness ratio a little <laughs> Dude, bit off. The, always focus on the work to coolness ratio. You want yeah. you want low work, maximum coolness, and yeah. and yeah, there, that's a, a, quite a bit of work for you to be like, ah, how about that? Yeah, and then the, we would just move on to the people, next one. Yeah, it's just don't don't do it. It's the same <laughs> advice I give for anyone that's like, oh, I want to do stand up comedy, and I'm like, you know, the work to coolness ratio, the coolness couldn't be any lower. Nope. The work could not be any higher. Yep. It's it's not worth I it. I used to exp- that was, that's my explanation for playing guitar. Um, the coolness goes down the more work you put in. Like guys, yeah. if you if if you're Ingve Malmsteen and you're you know theory like the back of your hand and you're playing arpeggios, the coolness is way down. Ed Sheeran who plays like a handful of chords is selling out stadiums. He's the coolness man. way up. No work, maximum coolness. That's where yeah, you're no, that from. Literally, I guess what we're trying to get out is put them about half effort into whatever you do. Yeah. And you'll probably get the most returns. Like, that is probably what the law of diminishing returns is about. Yes. Yeah. It was just like there was one economist that was barely doing anything. And then there was some, like, fucking nerd economist that put in way too much. And it was like, he that's where the, the law of diminishing returns. He was like, that guy's getting all the pussy. I'm too busy <laughs> trying to figure out how the supply chain works. There, there's no economist. That was getting too much tail. There, you don't think so? I kind of don't. John, you're saying John Maynard Keynes was not crushing puss. Well, with a middle name like Maynard, he's probably drowning in poontang. <laughs> John Maynard Keynes, that's like the perfect <laughs> economist I, name. I can't believe you even know an economist name. Like, if, like, and oh, you, I know a couple. <laughs> knowing one is amazing. The fact that you know a couple is blowing my mind. Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's dinner party material. You oh, of course, you wouldn't get it, Matthew. Yes, I read the works of John Maynard Keynes, and let me tell you, yeah, the Keynesian theories. I, you know, 
We're getting a new fan base just from these like name. Oh drops. my god, dude! We can put our podcast in the financial section. <laughs> financial section. <laughs> yeah, of iTunes that and stuff. The, put the little financial tag the... on it. <laughs> I want that. I want to get some like Wall Street Journal asshole that like accidentally stumbled. He's like, oh, time out. It's a new one. Yeah, it, a it was in the financial section, but the only financial thing they talked about was how much pussy an economist makes. Like, I don't know what that has to do with with <laughs> economics at all. <laughs> yeah, no, they really there was nothing about tariffs or no. supply and demand. Nothing. It was just generally two guys talking into a void for an hour. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I I have to acknowledge this real fast. Yeah. Um, we were we're recording this before. Currently, Hurricane Dorian yeah. is a Category 4, near guaranteed hit for Freeport, Bahamas. Probably going to hit Florida. I'm going to say probably because I don't want to yeah. be the asshole that's saying guaranteed and then it like fucking does a, a somersault backflip out of the way. Yeah, it's currently, um, you know, I'm watching the news. I'm sure you're aware. You're, you're working for the news uh, that it's shifting a little east. And now, now people probably remember if they listen to this podcast, I typically record from central Pennsylvania, but this week I'm in Orlando, Florida. I'm an idiot and went right into the, the path of the hurricane. And, um, yeah, it was, it was looking like it was coming straight for us. Now it's moving a little bit East, but, uh, early next week we should know more early next week, by which I mean Monday when the podcast, this very podcast drops, we should know more about what it's going to do. But yeah, big hurricane. I flew down, probably not going to be able to fly back, on schedule yeah not not the greatest plan i've ever had um i love the you know what it sounds like it sounds like such a half-baked dude bro plan of like everyone's leaving the hurricane that's right i'm going into it dude yeah for sure like they're gonna be killer waves um tons of babes probably (laughs) and just more four locos and you can shake a stick at Dude, it is such a fucking Instagrammable moment dude, to be in a hurricane. Dude, imagine the grand possibilities. Me boogie boarding in front of Hurricane Dorian. Dude, I'm going to fucking crush some claws with Dorian. <laughs> crush some claws. <laughs> now, I'm going to give him a shout out. Chris Miggs. I can never say his last name, so he's going to go by Chris Miggs. Uh, created an event on Facebook that I found very funny, uh, which was... Everyone in Florida opens a white claw at the same time to blow Hurricane Dorian off course. I saw that this morning. He had started that event. I thought it was very funny. I thought he deserved I, a I, shout out for that. I, I think nothing's out of the realm of possibilities. I wouldn't be against like if everyone threw their ice in the ocean to cool down the waters. I, I may be in the minority. I thought nuking the hurricane seemed like a decent idea. We actually did talk about it at the Weather Channel. <laughs> did you really? Okay. Yeah. We briefly w- talked about nuking the hurricane. Uh, uh, we never try any. I'm uh, dude. Throwing ice. I think that sounds like a good idea. Throwing ice in the ocean. I think sounds like a good idea. I've heard th- dropping kitty litter into the hurricane, like kitty fly- litter. Yeah. Flying over in planes and dropping kitty litter. Um, dude, we ne- no one ever tries that stuff. I'm open for it. What is one? We have this whole collection of nukes that have been sitting around for 50 60 years yeah can just, you imagine the dust on them yeah just drop one in the middle of the atlantic ocean like and just see yeah. what happens who cares who cares i don't we're not here for a long life like no. i want to see something interesting yeah oh my how cool dude that's the most metal thing ever a nuclear explosion in the middle a of hurricane. a hurricane oh my that's god that's an album cover 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, dude, I would not I be shocked if Ramstein was flying over at the same time taking a picture yeah. for their next album. Yeah, yeah Ramstein's <laughs> flying over. <laughs> a nuke and a hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane, fuck you. Uh, yeah. It, it actually, you know, oh my God. They, they're, that, the most metal thing then would be to, to drop the nuke into the hurricane while listening to Rock You Like a Hurricane by Scorpions as you fly over. Oh, that, oh, that's giving me some, as you say, douche chills. Oh, is it really? Because I was getting, like, good idea chills. There's <laughs> <laughs> something so awesome about a plane with Rocky like a hurricane, and, like, he has the aviator glasses yeah. on, and, like, you know, uh, the, the bass keeps trying to report into him, like, don't do it, don't do it, and he, like, he just rips the mic off so he doesn't have to hear it anymore. Yeah. And somehow he lives up, like, you don't know, like, there's, like, a two-minute two moment where you're like, oh, wow, all the characters are like, well... We'll always miss him, but he did good for the world. He was brave. And then he pops back in with the tattered shirt ripped apart. One of the lenses and the sunglasses are gone. And he's like, miss me, babe. And then that's when he kisses a girl that like the whole time was like, you know, he's kind of an asshole. But somehow I gravitate towards him. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then the the credits roll. And another like maybe even Rocky like a hurricane plays over the over the credits. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then the sequel is uh, it's Tornadoes. And then the third one, the, to make it a trilogy, it's a hurricane comprised of tornadoes. Oh, Tornado Cane. Tornado Cane. Yeah, that, that's the, I love that formula for sequels. That's the Speed and Speed 2 one where they have Speed 1 is, that, is where the bus has to stay above 55 miles per hour. Yeah. And then Speed 2, they're like, well, let's just pick another vehicle. So they make a cruise ship and it's got to stay over like 55 <laughs> knots or something. See, um, that's not as cool. Not immediately people are like, I don't well, how fast is the knot? Well, is what, that even fast? Well, and how easy is it to just keep sailing? Yeah. Like like that's not hard. <laughs> like there's so much water. I don't know if you know this, Ty. There's a lot of water on this planet. I you know, on a map it lo- it doesn't look like a lot, but when I go to the beach, it's really hard to get past maybe fifteen feet. Yeah. It's immediately like, wow, this is a lot that's of work. A lot. Like, I don't know I don't know how Christopher Columbus did it. Like, white imperialism gave him a lot of, like, fucking enthusiasm because he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. Yeah. If this ship falls off because this earth is flat, I don't care. Yeah. He was the original, like, like we talk about the guy that wants to go, you know, down into the hurricane for, for the gram. That was Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Because they're like, you're just going to sail off the edge. And he okay. had the government fund a terrible idea. Just an off. He's like he went to the queen. I love people are learning so much in this episode. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna acknowledge that. You're welcome, listeners, because I brought a lot more than what I usually bring. You brought <laughs> which facts. Which is ironic because I brought nothing to this one. So I am just like going off the dome of genius right now. Dome of genius. But yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Speaking That's of the genius, name of the album, <laughs> Dome of Genius. Speaking of geniuses, I'm gonna call him a genius. Our guest this week, one Jordan Fiala. Faella. Yeah. You think that has any relation to like a pasta? I don't know. It might. What would it look like? What do you think it would look like? What would Faella pasta look like? I think it would Fiella have glasses. Pa- <laughs> no, that's it. It's just in the shape of glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like two circles like connect then connected with like a like a bridge in the middle. Yeah. We just invented just be- it. Faella pasta. Yeah, Faella pasta is just going to be a bunch of glass noodles. <laughs> Not literal noodles made out of glass. Though. <laughs> That's a cool album cover Gla- right dude, there. Glass noodles. 
fuck this podcast. Um, we're starting the band. We're getting the band back together. We, we should. We have a lot of ideas, it seems. Okay, well, let's get we'll get the interview out of the way. We'll talk more about this band on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jordan Fiella. All right, so we have Jordan Fiella. What is going on, Jordan? I am doing great, Ty and Matt, or should I say Matt and Ty? Ah, uh, the name of the show. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, there's a clear, there's a clear order. We we put it there. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy to be on the pod and to hear your sweet voices echoing through my ear in present time. Yeah, well, this isn't like an interview. Like you got the job. We're we're going to. You're on. Yeah, we came oh. to you. Oh well. See, this never happens. This never happens to me. Um, <laughs> so how much are we looking a year? Like how, how many appearances am I making on the pod? Say nine to five, Monday to Friday? Uh, well, you know, we'll get like the legal teams to kind of hash out the specifics. But I mean, it'd be like nine to, maybe nine to five one day a year. Yeah, our people I will mean, talk that's to your all people. We ha- but... Yeah, yeah, we'll... We'll look what's in the budget. We'll see what's okay, in the budget. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate the honesty. Now, now, uh, we we always do this. I don't. I mean, maybe it's kind of annoying, but uh, I always like to acknowledge the fact that, like, you know, we've had a guest in L.A. We've had uh, yeah. Austin, uh, uh, Dallas. Dallas, excuse in me, Austin. Dallas and Austin, um, and and now we have Jordan uh, Fiella in New York City. Which is so, it's cool. Uh, how long have you been in New York City? I've been here for two years now. Oh my God, Wait, that's over 600 days. Now, are it, you like jaded and bitter yet? I would say I'm just jaded, not bitter at the moment. I think just jaded you get bitter in winter. Yeah, oh yeah. And, cur- <laughs> and currently it's like summer, almost fall. In fall, one almost gets happy. Yeah. He, I'm a Northeasterner as well, and I would agree with that assessment. The winters are horrible. It's like the inverse of living in the South. You know, winters suck, fall and spring are just magical, and summers are fine. Summers are sexy, at least here in New York. Well, I, I, I can believe that. I, I've actually, if you can believe it, I've never been to new york city so i am a massive disappointment on all scales right now come on ty i went once come on dude i know i I vicariously lived through matt's experience in new york city so i had a lot of fun at that red lobster on uh, (laughs) in times square (laughs) um now you joke but some of the sexiest people go to red lobster in the summer really i i love the energy new york just sounds like a sexy town yeah, this is just a sexy interview that we're having right now. Even the homeless people have like great sculpted beards, and they're like <laughs> salt and pepper gray. So it's like not bad. They're, they're, those aren't homeless people; they're hipsters. <laughs> I got called a cool hipster by my boss at work. He went, "You, you dress like a cool hipster, but that's not work appropriate. So don't come in that way." <laughs> What specifically was the was the problem? I had on uh, a checkered flannel with a white undershirt exposed, black jeans, and Doc Martin boots. Mm-hmm. 
it was a cool like punk rock look and i guess punk rock isn't what the corporate hamster wheel want no man that's not what they're looking for okay okay well now that we have this natural segue to work i i actually you've had a pretty interesting work history because you've been in tv for a while Uh, i know you've bounced around a couple different channels and stuff like that can you expand on that like where have you been in terms of channels where have I been? Well, I started on probably one of the most underrated channels, uh, Channel 407 at the University of Central Florida that had this little, little cable show called TKTN, I want to say. I think yeah. That sounds about right. That's legendary, actually. Yeah. I think it stood for Tonight's The News, and it was like a – a hybrid talk show, Jimmy Fallon X type uh, sort of variety hour that yeah. I was a producer on. And there actually there actually were two other folks on there who were named Ty and Matt oh, that's on that weird. show. Wow. Very coincidental. Yeah. It sure is. Very coincidental. It sounds like a cool show, though. Yeah, it was you, cool. You wouldn't and, catch me dead there. <laughs> Not in Orlando. <laughs> And it, it even had this guy Matt as the host, who one could one could confirm was the greatest host of that show. Oh, um, my God, he sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, he was into <laughs> hockey, and that was weird. It was a oh, weird character cool. trait he went with. Especially, um, so I worked. I worked. I worked there for a while, and that was fun. And then I got an internship at Discovery Channel in DC, and that was fun as well because I got to be a real adult. On my own, where I had rent where, where I paid. Discoveries in DC? It used to be in DC, and then as recently as of January 1st, 2019, they moved to New York City. Oh, okay. I had no idea they were in DC. That's such a, like, I feel like it's a really random city to drop a TV channel in. Even more specifically, it was Silver Springs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, Matt is correct there. So point one to Matt in this uh, facts game show that yeah. is also simultaneously yeah, happening as we're doing this. Ding, 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 ding. Look at so, a little buzzer in there. <laughs> so I was there for a couple of months where I went to the farmer's market and I would run in the morning and like after work. I was a real like man. Like, I was a real adult. It was really cool. I'm sorry? Is this in D.C. with Discovery? Yes, this is in DC with Discovery, oh and then, and then I come back to Orlando and I work on that TKTN Variety Hour thing again, and then I simultaneously work at PBS, which was fun because I got to wear a tuxedo and host a live stream fundraiser, where afterwards I looked back upon and I was just talking for four hours straight and never once lost breath which was, I think, part of who I am. Like, that's my character. <laughs> All right, so so we, we're local college station, Tonight's Tonight, Discovery in D.C., where you turned into the biggest D.C. snob I've ever heard of, uh, where you ran to farmer's markets and you acted like you were better than everyone. Oh, uh, I then, know. Not acted, I was. Like, I that was a okay. better person than I am now and Apologies, than you two. you're right. I yeah. need to listen. Like My it. listening skills during these interviews very off. Back to tonight's tonight, then PBS. 
now, what? how do you get to New York City? How did this happen? I get there when I take a car to Fort Lauderdale Airport and get on an airplane. And then... I knew that, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, then, I then intern at Penguin Random House because I had a friend who worked there and she was like, do you just want an internship? And I was like, please. And then I got one where I helped with horoscope and self-help books. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I applied for an internship at IFC, the comedy network there, and I was there for a year as an intern, which was cool. And then I had a boss there who said, I know someone at True TV that you could talk to. And I was like, okay, I talked to them, and they did not give me any job. But then a couple months later, I had to apply for one, and I beat 3,000 people to get a job at True TV as a comedy assistant. So that was really oh, cool man. and then then as of last may at&t who bought time warner and turner that owns uh true tv tbs and the works uh said jordan we we just think your department's too big and because you are so young and you were the last one hired guess what we're gonna lay you off and that's what they did that's how it oh, works. That is sick. exactly how it works. But as recently as of last Monday, I got a call from the cable news network known as CNN or CIN, as we call it in the biz. <laughs> uh, I got an offer from them to be a production slash office assistant slash page-ish type of role. So I am... Very, very excited to start that. I work from 2 to 10 p.m. Nice. Uh, thank you for the schedule. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone wants what to see Jordan What do your PTO days CNN? look like? <laughs> 2 to 10 p.m. Stop by. He will give you a personal tour. It's a bloated position. He does nothing. He'll let you high-five Wolf Blitzer. Unfortunately, Matt, you can't high five Wolf Blitzer. He's in the DC oh, office. I this is the why they anger. hired me. Yeah, S oh, Silver Spring yeah. specifically. See, an idiot like me would show up asking for Wolf Blitzer between two and ten, and a nice person like Jordan yeah. would direct me and say, "You're at the wrong. You're at the wrong building. He's in a different city." You have to head to the airport and take a plane because that's how you get anywhere to answer Ty's question right. before. Golf cart. I can drive it to the airport right now if you want. It's uh, it's no problem. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Did I, I, what I what thought, did I do there? Did, did you, is everyone waiting for like a specific say, like, direction to the airport? I mean, this is, a, this is a, an audio medium, so you can't see that Ty said that and then leaned out of frame like he anticipated some sort of applause break. <laughs> yeah. And none came. I, I actually I was I, waiting I for the joke to get nicher. <laughs> okay. No, that I could take that. I could take that. You were a comedy assistant. Um, now, so you're, you're going to start at CNN. Uh, what, so what has been your favorite one thus far? Like, what was like the place that you're like, this is pretty fucking cool. I would have to say it's true TV. It's gotta be, really? I got to work with actual like executive producers who like you two know, and not to bash the audience that hears this. But like, if you're a real comedy nerd, you know, these people. So it's like, really? uh, like that's like really cool that I worked with. But this person who was like the head writer on like Silent Library and was on 
I Love the 80s and was like a talking head on all those VH1 shows and also played a gray cloud in the Jimmy Dean commercials. Oh, wow. Does anyone remember those Jimmy Jimmy Dean commercials would always air at like 5.30 to 7 o'clock in the the, the morning on the local South Florida news. And it's just like a symbol of my childhood. And let's talk less about me for a second and more about local news stations. Okay. Okay. When you come home, when you come home from college or from your current lives and your current locations and you just go to like a childhood home and you just turn on that TV and it's like, wow, this anchor is still here. And this anchor has been here since like 2000. This anchor has been in this town for 19 years and, has only aged slightly. It's like, wow, like I, you're like a star in this market. Yeah. I, I was hoping more. Is that where <laughs> that story ends? I find so many things okay. fascinating. So many mundane yeah, things blow my mind. I am such an idiot. I'm like, wow, <laughs> local news anchors being on a channel for plus five years is incredible. It's especially like the moon landing. Yeah. Especially when it's a small market. Because then you're like, you've been stuck in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for 25 years. Yeah, you're you in a bubble. You couldn't climb out of there. And then they just go, well, I love Sioux Falls. They know you don't. No one does. <laughs> Fact. No one loves Sioux Falls. Not even no, Sioux. No. Is that, is that point two for Matt? Point two. I'm gonna. I'm, our... I'm gonna give Matt two points on that. Boom. God damn it! I am. I kind of regret. I. I reminded you. Um, I am crushing. Ay ay ay. And right. and because Matt had all that confidence just now, I'm gonna give him an extra yeah. point because I love that. Dude, see Ty, that's what I've been trying to God. explain to you off the air. It's all damn about confidence. It. And if there's one thing I exude, it's confidence. Okay, well, I'm going to sheepishly change the direction of everything here because uh, I love local news. Trust me, I could Doesn't. really just. I, <laughs> no, I, I. it's not that. It's just that I, I know that you specifically do something in New York City that I find fascinating. Uh, and I know you're probably super fucking casual about it because we've done it for a while now. But to me, being in that medium, I understand the anomaly of having your own this in New York City, which is crazy. And that's the you run a comedy show, uh, which I don't know how you even found the space in New York City. I don't even think New York City has room for even one more thing comedy related. I'm pretty sure it was tapped out in 1988. Almost positive. <laughs> comedy boom. Yeah. And you did it and you got to go to a really cool place. Yes. So I run this comedy panel show called Modern Whitney. The premise of the show is that we have a panel of comedians, always three of them, and we show them a piece of art from either the Met, the MoMA, any of the fancy smanchy highbrow institutions here in New York, and all of them just talk amongst themselves and try to (laughs) decipher and explain what the art stands for, what it means, what certain symbols in it mean, etc. And then after they're done, we bring out an actual art expert 
from the Met or the MoMA or just a friend we know who has an art degree. And they say what it truly uh, stands for and means. And it's family friendly and it's fun and it's a good time. All of our comedians are unrepped, which is great because it gives them a chance to get stage time and to hopefully maybe find an agent who might be in the crowd. Uh, we don't have any white straight males on the panel ever because we're all about promoting diversity. So sorry, Matt and Ty, uh, you cannot okay. appear on the show, but you can't, you can host the show because we do have a white straight male host. So you can host the show for sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's oh. the way it goes. That's usually the case. Yeah. yeah. The guy that runs the whole thing that, that I think that's exactly the perfect he metaphor. Exactly, me, the white straight male who produces this, yeah. That's um, right, who created the, everything. Who created everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that is that is not, that's not the case. I have a great, great, talented friend named Dylan Fernando who also helped me create the show. He's great. He's a, a, a researcher on Full Frontal of Sam B. He's a really smart and funny oh, wow. guy. And then... Wow. So we got a space to answer your question, Ty. So when I was working at IFC, part of my job was to create a weekly newsletter of comedy shows happening that my bosses should check out. And I would find all of the events through Eventbrite. So every time I did that, I just looked at the venue that w was hosting the comedy show and I would contact them. And then eventually one came and said, hey, we would we're down to have your show. And then we were like, great. And we had two shows there. Then after that second show, the bar went, you don't have enough people buying drinks. So like you're out of here. So we didn't have a place to do the show for a couple of months. And then I found a new place called the Pine Box Rock Shop, which is a great bar and a great venue. If anyone here ever visits New York, it's, it used to be a former casket. Yeah. I have a couch. You all can, sleep on together it's large sweet and all the time matt listeners Yo, that, that offer completely extended yeah the time and matt you, audience gets the bed they get that's the right. queen size bed i respect that, that, the audience because guess what i'm gonna get the highest rated five-star review over nick and austin i heard their episodes it was good it was good but it's not as uh all over the place as this one is <laughs> oh my god this I, episode I hope keeps this you on your toes yeah it, no i have no direct no direction here when you think it's gonna zag and that's I'll what be, kind of podcast people like and i'm i'm right now i'm going to endorse a future mahaley episode that's the one i'm yeah. looking for i think that's the only one i'm in i'm in possible contention with is that one the Mahaley episode? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the Mahaley is the future Mahaley episode. If she, if she has some stories and she is funny, so she might give me a run for my money. We well, as long as she continues this trend of just shitting on the previous guest, I think we can. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can probably make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a time shit parade. She has some stories about me and a pigeon that are quite embarrassing, actually. Oh, so like stories you will not tell right now. But <laughs> no, gonna I'm going to tell them right now to to leave her less room for uh, a good episode. That's smart. There wa <laughs> I was walking with Mahaley once, and I guess we both were just doing bits. 
because that's what we do all the time when we are together. And for the audience, bits are like stupid. That's it. That's all I'll describe them as. Bits oh, are just stupid. Great description. Um, <laughs> and I saw a pigeon, and the pigeon wasn't moving. So I did this fake tough guy, like I puffed up my chest to the pigeon, and the pigeon didn't do anything. And then the pigeon uh, puffed its chest up back, and I screamed and like jumped towards <laughs> Mahaley, like Scooby Doo to Shaggy when they see a ghost. Almost the equivalent of that. Oh man! Okay, that you win. You're the best guest. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, great. So I'm not afraid. Of, yeah, as someone that's afraid of birds, I, I not only was that an enjoyable story, but I connected with it. I felt Matt, ding, ding, ding. That's four more points for you. That's unbelievable. He didn't even try. Oh that wasn't God. even him trying on that. I don't know. I will, I'm pretty sure those words made no word. sense. He just put a bunch of positive words together. I got the best words. What do you want me to He's say? Got, words, He's, words, words, Hamlet. We're intellectuals in this that's right. podcast. <laughs> so Pine Box. So, about that. I, I, have to, I have to ask because you, you're doing a lot of shit and this, this interview is totally all over the place. But <laughs> where, where, do you wa- where do you want to like land? Like what, what is like an ideal situation for you? Like are you trying to be – I mean, I, you don't strike me as like a news producer, even though you did that weird tonight's the news thing at yeah. UCF. Uh, but w- what are you trying to do? I am trying to get people who are creative to get them their passion projects up on the ground running. I would love to do that. But also, like, I do want to be a news producer. Like, I really do want to be a journalist. I have romanticize that 1940s uh, rolled up sleeves, short tie journalist look. And now I can do that here at CNN, hopefully. So I would love to see a Jordan that is wearing all of that. He's very stressed out. He's got like a cup of coffee that's a week old, yeah. cigarette in his mouth, typewriter. He's way behind because he's just dumped his heart and soul in this piece, and his editor is on his ass. He's got the hat with the press card in it. Yeah, yeah I yes. want that. Points to Matt so, for the press card description. Oh, unbelievable. I'm, I'm just the point I don't getting even, cute. I don't even know what the score is. Who knows? It's like, it's like a UCF beatdown at this point. Okay, don't start there. <laughs> We're not getting on that. I just so you want to be a news producer at at literally one of the largest cable news networks. I mean, it's literally called Cable News Network. Yeah, that's kind of fucking audacious of them to just take it. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that like, is also yeah. a point to Matt for laughing at his friend's joke, supporting him. I love it. Keep going. That's right. It's not all about your own glory. It's supporting the glory of others. You, sh- you could learn about that time. Oh, my God. I just – the thing is, I know Zoom shows us all the boxes. I only look at mine. Um, <laughs> so, news produ- – you know, you actually threw, you threw a curveball at me because you're such a funny guy. I, I always imagined – I don't know. I always took you as, like, you would definitely want to be, like – Honestly, you'd follow the IFC route or some kind, but like, are you 
are you done with it? Like, have you done too much comedy? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Are you ready I, for something serious? I think I'm ready for something new at the moment. I don't think I would turn my back to comedy if that path came around again. But I do a lot of comedy on the side now with that Modern Whitney show that now is at the Pine Box. But it will be ending its time in the Pine Box and is going to a new venue where we get to pay our performers. And people have to pay for tickets at this nice. place called Caveat. So we have officially, and this is breaking news for you both and for the world, uh, we now have a one-year contract with them where every, the third Friday of every month we will have our show. Nice. There. That's really not. Yeah, That's just pretty awesome, like, dude. Yeah, that, I run a show. I can't pay anyone. I pay them in drinks because I am a deadbeat piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I well, it's all I can do. Okay, that's minus two points, Matt. You have a show right now that you're on. Oh, that's true. You're, you're, you're talking right. About yeah, you're, that's yeah, true. Man, I, you I meant kind a of blew it on that oh. one. Okay, plus three points because you acknowledged your mistake and you owned up to it. Congratulations. Oh, God. See, that's how you got to play the game. You got to lose some points to gain some points. This is going to be a lot of dings. This is going to be a lot of editing for, <laughs> for our team of producers. How much do you one. regret choosing me as a interviewee, Ty? The pigeon story redeemed everything. I'll be honest. Like the the probably the first thirty minutes in my head, I was constantly like, "He is blowing it. Like he is choking <laughs> and he is spiraling." But then you said the pigeon story, and in that moment, I saw the glimmer, the nugget, where if I edit everything out and only kept that, this is going to be a good episode. Yeah, your yeah. silence tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I'm watching the uh, the clock here. This is one of the few skills I can bring to the table, and I know Jordan said he's got to go help his uh, roommate move something, so we got to kind of start landing the plane here, and I want to make sure we get uh, all the plugs out that Jordan, that you would possibly want. So we mentioned Modern Whitney. Uh, the new venue is? Caveat. Caveats. And what borough is that in, Ty? New York is comprised of five boroughs. I like Matt coaching you through the plugs. <laughs> <laughs> it is in the Isle of Manhattan. Ooh, that's that's a strong borough. That is that's one Do you have of any the other strongest. Plugs? Do you have any other plugs? Hmm, I got a glade. I got a glade plug in. Ah, ding ding ding! Points. I hate Someone's Chris Hardwick. I hate you Chris Hardwick so points? much. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Because that joke was great. Also, did That's I tell you I don't fair. like Chris you can't Hardwick? You both beat me. Really? Yeah, you hate Chris Hardwick. I, but you did a Chris Hardwick thing this whole episode. Yeah, I know, because I hate do it, you know? Have you both <laughs> yeah. ever done something so much just because you hate it? I oh, hate watching so many things. Yeah, no, I, I totally. So I guess your next plug would be the Chris Hardwick show on Comedy Central where he gives people points. I know. I wish I knew the title. At midnight. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, I knew the title, and I just wanted to see if you knew it. You piece of shit! You are a Chris Hardwick fan, and that's where this I, interview fucking yeah. ends. I am not. I mean, I am not a Chris Hardwick fan, and you better not title this episode. Jordan is a Chris Hardwick fan, and I bet right now you're taking out a pencil and you're gonna write down name this episode. Jordan is a Chris Hardwick fan, but don't do that. 
No, I would we, never. Why would we do that? Do that, Jordan. I just want all I want to do is I just want to thank you for being on the show. Thanks for giving us your time. Keep kicking ass in New York City, and I hope all your wildest dreams happen at CNN. Yeah. You sell out piece of shit. I love yep. you. Thank you for coming on, man. Thanks, Jordan. Hi, hi, Matt. I. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, dude. Oh god, that guy. Oh, we were. Oh. We I would hate if hilarious. anything. Yeah, he's just wow, wow. I am glad we got every single second of that because that was woo, magic. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's podcast magic. Yeah, and that was a great one. Great podcast. Um, yeah, dude. So, thanks to Jordan again for for coming on. It's awesome to talk yeah. to him. We got and uh, literally how he ended on that that like that weird sex story bit. Yeah, like I mean, like the irony of it all. I mean, gee, the tight line he walked between just like, I mean, that could have been sexist, that could have been racist, but he just hit exactly that point. I mean, if that cut off at any point, mm-hmm. we really kind of we fucked this podcast up. Yeah, that we did, and it wouldn't be the first time we messed up a podcast. Um, yeah, no, it'd be Not part of all. the course for this for this uh, program. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that's a tie and Matt magic. That's what we do. That's what we do. I, uh, you know, I, I like that we're we're, we're getting there. I, I kind of want to get a map on the wall. Yeah. And we just like put push pins of every location of everyone. So it's like L.A., Austin, and we'll put Austin and Dallas yeah. together because uh, I mean, Texas gets it. Um, yeah, it's not that big. They're probably close together. Yeah, I mean, like, what is that? Like a fucking twenty-minute drive? Probably. At New York City, Atlanta. Somewhere in Pennsylvania. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Actually, right now, Orlando, Florida. That's right. Me. Finally. That, that's that's why I did it. So we could get more pins in the map. Yeah. Full, yeah. <laughs> I flew into the hurricane to get more pins into the map. I'm the most dedicated podcaster on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till we get our first uh, international episode. Oh, man. We're going to have to figure that out. That would be awesome. Do we... I, I wish we knew someone. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna be that asshole on Instagram that follows everyone, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna keep sending like random DMs to people that in other countries, like, "Hey, you want to do a podcast?" I think that's a great idea. Okay. And that we should look for someone that is stationed in Antarctica at one of those Ooh. research places, because I, yes. to my knowledge, I don't know of anyone doing a podcast from Antarctica. Like that'd be pretty sweet. Like we could put yeah. the tie and Matt flag. On a continent. Oh, oh, that'd be incredible. Well, I mean, I like. Is it the king? Is it the old school one, like kangaroo boxing, or is it? Is it our mic now? Because I know we have like a now classic microphone. I like yeah. the new logo, but I a part of me will forever miss the kangaroo boxing thing yeah. that no one ever got because well, we didn't record the episode. I wonder if we could get an Australian then. Go back to our oh. kangaroo, our kangaroots. King- <laughs> All right, that was a lot better than the the Jordan Paella bit we did. <laughs> that was that was a lot better than that, because uh, <laughs> the kangaroos. Wow, kangaroos. You, you won. Thank you. I I wish Jordan was here to give you more points. Jordan's a big pun guy. He would have loved that. Yeah, no, he would have he would have ate that up. Yeah, I, I'm just I, I I think Antarctica would be probably the best we could do un- until we can go to space, which we're not far from. No, no, we're not. Um. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. I mean, I, I'm, what, an hour and 15 minutes from uh, Kennedy Space Center. I'll just roll in there and, like, ask them, like, 
can we do a space podcast? And they'll probably hey, is, say uh, yes. Is Mr. Kennedy here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he around by chance? <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Um, okay, wow. Uh, I, I hope we're going to get this out on Labor Day. Yeah. That's probably going to be a great pod. I don't usually use that lightly, but this is going to be a great pod if you're going through a I hurricane. I think it's going to be a great pod. Good, good, po- good uh, hur- hurricane pod. <laughs> it's going to be a great hurricane pod. Uh, I think we've we've hit all the the beats. I mean, uh, yeah. The the listeners got to learn something. Uh, John Maynard Keynes. That's right. I like that. As far as that lesson went. Yeah, that is all. Name. That is all. You learn the name John Maynard Keynes, and that's uh, all you. <laughs> That's it. Need to take away from the episode. <laughs> uh, we got Fiella Pasta. We we got then Jordan Fiella, yes. who didn't explain what Fiella Pasta was. Um, I mean, he did after the whole buy. I mean, hopefully yeah. we kept it rolling. Yeah, hopefully. Because um, wow, that was after the buy. That's when that thing really heated up. That got spicy. It got blue. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I mean, he didn't have to take his shirt off, but no. I'm grateful he did. Big sexy apple. The big, the big sexy <laughs> apple, New York. Everything's sexy in New York. Everything sex like the homeless people, they're sexy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love the energy he immediately came in with. Everything's sexy. <laughs> and then it ended with him getting uh punked out by a pigeon. Yeah. Yeah, really kind of like he came in, it seemed like he was like, I'm gonna assert myself as the cool guy. And then I was just like, <laughs> I got scared by a pigeon one time. Although which I can relate to. I'm afraid of birds too. I have ornithophobia, so I get it. Um, for authenticity, uh and my voice cracking, but for authenticity, that was definitely the the best one we've had because I I think we really broke. I feel like we did a Howard Stern. We broke him down yeah. to who he truly was and not who he who he thought he was. Bingo. Bingo. I'm gonna let that hang in the air. Let it marinate. That was such a good point. Yeah, it I'm was. gonna let it marinate. Salient. Silly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, in case this is your last episode, Matt, because there is yes. currently a category four. I could be killed by Dorian. Yes. Dorian, which is the nerdiest name for a hurricane to kill you. Yeah, it really is. Um, I only knew Matthew would have been the best. That was a full circle kind of ending. Dude, if Matt, I honestly, there was part of me that was like, how cool would that, what a way to go out. Like just the iron, the irony of the whole thing. Um, The iron. Yeah. I I mean, Orlando, Orlando and Florida is, has a habit of getting hit by dorky hurricane. Matthew. Awesome. Totally bitching. We all love Matthew. Irma, Irma, nerdy name. That? That's like a Russian maiden name. It really is. She had a babushka on. Um, <laughs> and then Dorian, I only know the. that's an old name, the portrait of Dorian Gray. That's a book. Yeah, Oscar I've, I've Wilde. Heard. Yeah. Wow, um, you've heard. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read it. <laughs> Something about a portrait. Pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> good, good reads gave it five stars, yeah, so I'll yeah, take yeah. their word for it. Yeah, I, one time I, I read the synopsis on Wikipedia. Something about a guy yeah. in a portrait, and he gets old, whatever. Yeah. A, bunch um, of, a bunch of gays, if you ask me. Yeah, they don't need it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully I uh, survive the hurricane. And if there's, if I'm on the next podcast, then uh, you'll know I did. If not, then you know. In, in case not, it might be uh, Ty and Jordan with Jordan and Ty. It, it may be. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, he has given us a run for our money. He honestly probably should start his own podcast. That he should. The, the, the Fiella Pasta Experiment. Yeah. I'm going to let that one just kind of crash and burn. Plugs. That one hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Uh, that's going to be the viewer tip. If you start a podcast, get a co-host because uh, 
You're going to suck. It's just going to happen. <laughs> unless you're Bill you Burr. You are not Howard Stern. Yeah, unless you, you're Bill you Burr, Howard Stern. You can't talk to one by yourself. Does he do one by himself? Bill Burr? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not going to get into that can of worms because yeah. I that intimidates me to just do a podcast by myself. But, yeah, let's go into plugs. I think you should start first because you're more likely to die. Thanks, Ty. Yeah, uh, follow me on the Twitter and the Instagrams at Matt underscore Regal and check out my blog the mattregalfiles.blogspot.com ugly url beautiful blog that's it oh okay wow okay <laughs> well short today um yeah, yeah. not saying i'm judging you but yeah i don't have a lot I to plug it more. <laughs> uh you know my mine beautiful names uh i've really 10 out of 10 names here instagram ty.colgate cuz i mean what else do you call it uh, it's going to be the same thing for Twitter, Ty Colgate. Uh, don't find me on Facebook. I don't like you. Um, I don't, I, you know what? Just follow fifth place comedy show on Instagram or like it on Facebook. That has all the up-to-date information. I feel like every week I'm like dropping a date and it's like the easier route, fifth place comedy show, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know, I run a great podcast. It's called the Ty and Matt show with Matt and Ty. Mm -hmm. Uh, that comes out every other Monday, so make sure to tune in for that. Um, Jesus, what else do I have? Uh, tune in to the Weather Channel. You can see some of my camera work. Yeah. Uh, not for nothing, my birthday did just pass. So you Happy could maybe birthday! Send, uh, well, it's a week late, but um, I'm trying to think uh, what else. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm working on this like poetry book. Uh, oh, nice. You know, if anyone wants to go through it, maybe a couple screenplays. I, I can send them to you. Um, I'm not going to pay you to read them. Uh, no, I can wait, confirm. I, I'm trying to continue this bit as long as I can, but I'm, I'm truly actually running out of things. <laughs> You're running out can, of your, your projects, your projects. Yeah. Uh, the sad part is only one of those was made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. so I wonder. pathetic I am. I'm, let's leave it up to the, to the listener to guess which one was made up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah tweet the show. And try to, that's the do your homework segment of this episode. That's right. That's the other plug. The show has plugs at Ty and Matt show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow it. Yeah. I don't have a reason. Just follow it. I came in yeah. really hot. To, yeah. Just follow just it. Follow don't it. even think about it. And give us, you know, maybe slide us a little five-star review. That would be nice. Not everyone. I need one person to do four stars so they don't look like we bought the reviews. Uh, that's smart. That's like when, when you would uh, cheat on a test in school, but you'd kind of fuck up one answer. Um, oh, just I have, a, I have a good story about that, and I'm going to save that for the next episode. I'm going to hold you to it. Woo. Hold me to it. Yeah. Listeners, thank you so much. I, I, I know, you know I've said good morning. I've said good evening. I've said good night. I'm going to close out on this. Good week. Good week.